BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. for tuning in to the Sports Ethos Mets podcast. This is your host, Cody Mallory. On Twitter, at RealCodyMallory. I am joined by my two co-hosts tonight, Anthony Dittmar. On Twitter, that is at AnthonyDittmar underscore. And Joe Farrow on Twitter, that is at the Joe Farrow. Guys, it's been a while since we talked. It's been Wednesday or Thursday. Um, yeah. I've yeah. pretty much had like, <laughs> the worst sports weekend of my life. Besides yeah. the Nets, we had the Nets losing to Milwaukee and Atlanta since last we talked. UConn women lost the national championship. You um, I had I had my fantasy baseball draft, and I'd have DeGrom, who was hurt, Austin Meadows, who was hurt, um, and I'm sure there's something I'm forgetting. Red Sox fan and Chris Sale's out two months. <laughs> yeah, and Chris Sale's out. So, I mean, I'm not doing so hot in the sports world. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. Y'all let me go solo last time. I was kind of just talking to myself, but... Yeah, sports weekend wasn't fun. I had a Duke Nova money uh, parlay, fifty dollars. Um, went zero two in that, so that was fun. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the watch of the national championship game tonight. I don't know if you guys. I'm, I think I'm gonna for Kansas, but just because just I don't like you. Yeah. I mean, I want I want to see UNC UNC take this one home because I like the big dude with the beard and the long hair. He's dope. Um, but I mean this this weekend was wild. Uh, Thank you, Anthony, for holding it down, putting a pot out, because this weekend was wild. Saturday night was the two final four games. Um, the Nets played. Um, there was – and then I, I personally was watching WrestleMania nights one and two the last two nights. So it's been a wild weekend. I was very hungover this morning. Um, so, so, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty fun to say – I mean, I've been kind of looped out of the of the Nets after Saturday. I, I I was trying to watch, but I had three TVs set up for whatever for everything that was going on. So yeah, I was at a final four party, fun, but that it was it was ugly. That's all we can really say. Yeah, at a final four party, we were like all watching like the main TV with like the final four games that like probably ten to twelve people over. And that yeah. game obviously had like the, the voice on it because nobody else really cared about the Nets besides me. I had like a side to you with the Nets on. The second like they hit that dagger with like 30 seconds left, I just slammed my laptop shut and like everyone just started laughing at me. I was just so- <laughs> it was just an un- ugly, ugly game. Kevin Durant, uh, we'll talk about the game, but yeah, it was just disgusting. I'm just I'm, I'm so fed up with it right now. Every time I think we're like 
breaking free of like the ugliness of the season it has a as a way of coming back like i feel like every time we get good news we get some bad news or something bad happens okay but hold on we can say that it literally cannot get worse right now <laughs> next Friday, we're to be losing a playing game <laughs> no but game. i'm saying like like right now we are literally at rock bottom for the nets for the rest of the season we are at the 10th seed and we clinched the play-in spot so we cannot fall <laughs> out of the play-in we are in but you know i mean yeah. it's obviously not, not ideal positioning but Technically, right now, it can't get worse. That's maybe, true. maybe, maybe we're at the rock bottom for the regular season, but it could get plenty worse next week. Trust oh, me. no, absolutely. Absolutely, it can. I'm not denying that, but I'm saying for right now, this is rock bottom. It cannot get worse. Yeah. Can't get worse. Uh, I don't get know. It <laughs> if they lose to the Rockets tomorrow, I might not show my face on Twitter. I might, I might ghost you guys for the game against the Cavs on Friday. <laughs> hey, we're going to the Just game Friday. Yeah, yeah, I completely forgot that was coming up until you said something to me yesterday, Anthony. I was like, oh, shit, that's this Friday. I, I, <laughs> guys, if they lose Friday, I am not going to a playoff game. If there even is one, there may not even be a game <laughs> in Brooklyn. Because if they get, like, a 9 or 10 seed, like, there's... Yeah, there won't even be a playoff game in Brooklyn, maybe. That's crazy. Yeah, so let's hope there is one. But, like, if hopefully they win. I want them to finish 4-0 with that. That'd be fun. That'd be good, right? Like, finishing, like, beating bad teams. Like, that's something that's... Yeah. Do the Nets know how to do that? I don't know. I don't know if they know how to be anything. I don't think we know how to do that, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, before we go into games, we'll touch on – I want to talk about the Milwaukee game real quick because, as Anthony said, he was alone talking to himself. Uh, So I just want to give my quick opinion on it. Then we'll discuss the Hawks game real quick, the standings um, this upcoming week. But before we get there, we were hoping to see Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons when we bought our tickets to, for the game against the Cavaliers about a month, month and a half ago. It's lining up like Kyrie should play unless he gets hurt, which hopefully he doesn't. But Ben Simmons officially ruled out today by Steve Nash for the rest of the regular season and the play-in tournament. So if we want to have, <laughs> have any chance of seeing Ben Simmons, the Nets would have to get into the playoffs. And who knows if he'd be ready for a first-round series, a second-round series, if he'd be ready at all. Um, like Anthony said, he didn't think he'd play at all this year. Um, but just want to throw out there, officially ruled out by Steve Nash. I know the Woj report came out, I think it was yesterday, and then uh-huh. Nash confirmed it today at practice. So, I mean, I don't really know what was left to say about it besides, like, did the Nets know that they were getting a damaged Ben Simmons when they got him in the trade? They had to have known. And they were I just think, so fed up with James Harden the, that they were okay with it? I think they waived the physical, to be honest. I think I heard that somewhere, but I don't know how true that was. But um, I think it was a longer-term deal, like a longer-term, like, scope on it. Um, they may very well wait when the trade, like in the long run, if James Harden continues his decline, blah blah blah. But this year it's looking a little rough considering Steph Seth Curry's playing on a bum ankle, even though he's been playing well, it's kind of shitty he's playing injured. Um, then Ben, obviously, like I, I don't know, I just I think they I think I didn't expect him to be injured, I thought it was more of like him not wanting to play at first and like kind of like mental, but it's looking like this is like a serious issue. So hopefully, if he doesn't play this year. He comes back right in the offseason and starts next season well because this is kind of like BS at this point. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and my, I mean, my thoughts on um, 
that is just like, I mean, like it was at the point where even trading James Harden, I mean, he's been, we saw how he played for the first half of the season. It's been one good game followed by six bad ones all year. And that's just how he's been. We don't, I think, honestly, even with Seth Curry missing some games, the additions of Seth Curry and Andre Drummond this year, I think made the Nets better than we would have been with James Harden for the rest of the year. Just uh, only speaking about this season, just their contributions and how good those two have been. I, I think that still is way better than us keeping James Harden for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think it's certainly up for uh, debate, but I don't know, man. It's just frustrating. But speaking of Seth Curry, um, Steve Nash said today that the Nets are trying to figure out if they should sit Seth Curry for the rest of the season because of his ankle. Um, Goran Dragic has COVID, so he is out for the foreseeable future. Maybe. I don't think he'll have enough time to get back by Wednesday, but he should be cleared by Friday. Um, Steve Nash said if since he's not injured, if he's able to clear COVID, like he would expect him to play the last couple of games of the season. But what are your guys' thoughts on Seth Curry? Like that that ankle, I know Seth has said multiple times he's going to have to learn to play through pain for the rest of the year. Um, but today, I mean, Nash put into the atmosphere of the world that they're considering shutting him down for this last week of the regular season before the play-in tournament. Um, I thought you said the rest of the season at first, and I was like, wait, excuse me? Like, I thought, like, there was not connection. I'm like, what are we doing? Um, I Just the regular season? See, I think it depends how, like, it really depends. I think tomorrow they should rest them because they're playing Houston in front of a back-to-back. I think they could steal the Houston game easily. They may have some tired legs against the Knicks, so maybe, like, try to get them in there. Depends if you win or not. If you win, I think you sit them again. It really, do, I think, maybe, like, set, make the decision Friday or su- Sunday if you're playing one of those two games. But I wouldn't be opposed to it if we snag some early wins this week. But, like, if we're just locked into, like, the 10 seed, let's say we just keep losing, which I hope is not the case, then I guess, like, it really depends. Like, it really depends on stating. It's, it's a tough situation. I want them healthy for those playing games, though. I think those are much more important because we're kind of locked into these playing games anyway. So I'd rather have a healthy Seth Curry because he's, like, one hard fall from, like, being out for the season. Like, I hope you – like, I know people are, like, always going to play on it. If he gets a really nasty fall, like, that could just end the season. Like – that, that, that's where we're at right, right now. So you really want that to happen in a meaningless game against Houston? Not meaningless, but you know what I mean. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I mean, I think they should sit him for the rest of the year. I think Katie and Kyrie should not play more than... 32-ish minutes per game for the rest of the season. I don't think Seth Curry should play. Like, what's the point? If you're already locked into that spot, it's going to be hard to make up ground anyway. 
and I'm not saying tank because it's really not, but just like take care of your guys. And like the only way that the Nets are going to end up making like this historic run is with all their guys healthy. We already don't have Joe Harris or Ben Simmons. And we're right now, we don't have Goran Dragic. We're Seth Curry's managing an injury. Kevin Durant's managing an injury on both ankles. Kyrie is still trying to get into, into like proper conditioning with playing full time. So that just happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you just gotta, I feel like it's just better to rest everybody as much as you can at this point. And you know what? Shut Patty Mills down for the rest of the season. That is, he he needs rest. He just needs, he needs something. I don't know what's going on with that guy. It's going to be a very uphill climb for the Nets. I, the Nets even get in the second round, to be honest. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I know, like, the Nets can easily, like, make a run, but it's going to be an uphill climb the rest of the way through. It's, like, really. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's really not looking. It's the least confident I've been all season, if I'm going to be completely honest. Like, I just, I'm, I'm very un, non-confident right now, because just based on what I've seen the last, like, week or so, these games have all been once wins, and they just, like, laid some fucking duds. Excuse my language. Like that in Saturday was a disgrace. At least, at least against the Bucks, like yeah, they did choke that lead, but it's the Milwaukee Bucks. Like the Hawks, I know Trey Young is great, but you can't. That's just that's just unacceptable. You have two of the best players in the league, like against just Trey Young. Trey Young's great. Don't get me wrong, but it's two versus one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'll go into my thoughts on the Seth Curry stuff after we talk about the Bucks and the Hawks game because we're going to talk about the standings and how everything's playing out. Um, let's just very, since Anthony already talked about it, let's just very, very briefly talk about the Bucks game. Um, I mean, they lost, obviously the Bucks are probably the favorites in the East, but the Nets needed that game, man. And they were up eight, I think with like two and a half minutes left. Chris Middleton got kicked out over a flagrant two foul, which I thought was a bad call. Personally, I didn't think it was a flagrant two. Um, I don't care. If it's the Bucs, I don't care who it is. You have to win that game when you're up. I think it was eight with two and a half minutes left. Like, uh-huh. just unaccept- unacceptable. Absolutely. Like, there was one play that didn't box out on a free throw. Um, I can't even remember everything else that happened on the stretch. I know Giannis hit that three. Durant missed the potential game winner in the fourth and overtime. Both were pretty decent looks. Um, I don't know. You just – you can't lose that game. Like, it was a bad loss especially after you lost to Charlotte earlier in the week. Like, you needed to win this game. You got the favor, and they just shit the bed in the, down the stretch. Like, unacceptable. Yeah, and I mean, like, overall, the Nets have the – like, with seven games to go, right, or eight games to go, we had the lowest record. Like, like we had the easiest schedule remaining in the NBA. Yep. And what, we're, uh-huh. what, we're halfway through those games. We have four games left, and we're one, we're one and three or something like that. Like – <laughs> we got to be better. <laughs> it's just like, I agree. got to be better. There's not much you could do. I mean, like Giannis just went absolutely bonkers. No, like you couldn't even do really much to stop him. Cause you no no disrespect to him, but like the free throws was just absurd. You couldn't lay a finger on that guy without getting a foul call. And I believe they like more than doubled us in free throws for that game. And Chris Middleton fouls out with like, with like, four minutes left, I want to say, or three minutes left, and the Nets are still up like six, and they still find a way to lose that game in overtime. Yeah. It, it was rough. It was rough. That's all I really got to say. Not, he didn't even follow out. He was ejected on a BS call. Oh, yes, yes, the flagrant two. The yes, Nets got a gift. The officiating was definitely like the Bucks, like Joe just said, attempted 34 free throws. The Nets attempted 16. 
Giannis attempted 19 by himself, so that was three more than the entire Nets team. But they got to get getting Middleton ejected. Like, he's the Bucks closer. As good of a player as Giannis is, probably top uh-huh. three MVP, best in the top three in the world. Uh, Middleton's their closer. Like, he's the guy down the stretch because he has a jump shot. I mean, Giannis is improving, but – and he's gone. And you blow six or eight point lead with two minutes left. Like, unacceptable. And then you lose in overtime. Uh, it's just – I don't know. I mean – Overall performances, like Kyrie shot the ball pretty poorly again. Um, yeah, he was 9-22. Yeah. Durant didn't have a great shooting game, but he had 11 assists, which is crazy for Kevin. Um, Bruce Brown was active. I thought Drummond did a pretty good job of guarding Giannis at the stretches in the fourth, but he was following him. Um, I don't know. Like it's, It seems to fit into the category we've had all year of disgusting loss, trying to forget about it and move on. Anything else you guys want to talk about with that game? Uh, yeah, I'm just curious about um, why is Kyrie trying to match James Harden's shooting percentages so hard late in the year? It's hard. Uh, yeah, I don't want to answer that. Uh, let's move on to the Hawks game. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we got the news that there was no Drogic, no Brown. No, Curry. Everybody ruled out. Everybody ruled out. <laughs> like, right towards it. <laughs> um, so, like, going into it, I was like, this is a big game. I know I feel like I've said multiple times that this is the biggest game of the year for the Nets. But when you're fighting for the eighth seed as opposed to the ninth or tenth, and there's only five games left in the season, and you're playing against a team that you are tied with in the standings, it's the biggest game of the year. And – there's no other way to put it besides everyone on the Nets, except for Kevin Durant, shit the bed. I don't know what else to say. Like, that was incredibly frustrating. You had Patty Mills play 31 minutes, get one rebound and one assist, go 0-7 from the field, 0-5 from three. Kyrie was 12 of 32. I mean, the only good side was he shot 7 of 14 from three. You look at the bench. James Johnson was... Horrific yet again, to no surprise. Fuck that guy. I'm willing, to sell, I'm willing to sell all three of our tickets to that Cavs game just to pay for James Johnson's flight to go back to fucking China. Cut him and add Kessler Edwards to the playoff roster, please. <laughs> they're not yeah, going to do it. So annoying. I know they're not. Yeah, man. Like that game was the biggest game of the year. It was pretty much a playoff game. And you could argue that Kessler Edwards in his 19 minutes was the second best player on the floor for the Nets that game. I don't think he's ever missed a corner three in his life. <laughs> <laughs> right. He had nine points in 19 minutes. He was three of six, two of four. He had a couple blocks. He was playing decent defense. Like, I mean, that's he didn't do a lot, but that's just how bad the rest of the Nets were. We saw Blake Griffin play for a little bit, but he was on the floor with Andre Drummond. James Johnson is that? and Patty Mills and Kyrie. That was the <laughs> worst lineup I have ever seen in my entire life watching basketball. Where is LaMarcus Aldridge? Yeah, that's another question. Like, they you have Aldridge. Game. Like, they needed offense. Like, like there's games where, like, you get a liability, but they needed people to score. You're down, like, three of your better scores. Like, you're probably down, like, your third through six scores. Like, come on. It makes no yeah. sense. And down the stretch, James Johnson was playing the five, and the Nets were getting killed inside. You had Gallinari oh, posting up Big fucking shocker Thomas. that the Nets are getting killed with James Johnson on the floor. Yeah, James Johnson, Clint Capella is a good strategy. I forgot. 
Yeah, real, real <laughs> fucking smart. Like, my God. Yeah. You had Cam Thomas getting abused by Gallinari in the post. Like, there is a – the fact that the Nets only lost by seven and – oh, yeah, I forgot one major thing. What was up with that bullshit shot clock violation? That ball clearly did not hit the rim. Unreal. Just absolutely like, unreal. And then, and then on top of that, on top of that, I think who was it? It was Patty Mills that basically tipped the ball, and then Kevin Harder got it back, or Bogdanovich got it back after the Harder miss, and like they counted that as a as a Nets possession, and then they yeah. switched. They gave him a full fourteen. So like first off, the ball didn't hit the rim, so shot clock violation, and then also the Nets didn't touch it. The Nets didn't like have a possession anyway. They just tipped it. So it's just like it doesn't make sense. They got a full. Not only did they get a full fourteen, they got a they got a twenty four after that. They got him a fresh twenty four because somehow tapping a ball or attempting to grab a ball and not grabbing it, just touching your hand is a full possession now. Yeah, it was it was bad. The Kevin Durant was really nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean. KD put on a show. KD dropped fifty five on. He had eight. Eight threes on ten attempts, and the Nets lost the game. I feel bad for him. That is god awful. It's crazy where the season went once he went down. Like it just—that's like the turning point. It really is. Like I understand not playing. Like, like I know he's been back. It's just so hard to get any continuity with the team. There is no. It's same same fucking nightmare as we had last year. Just like oh, they'll figure it out. There's so much talent. They'll be able to figure it out once we get to the playoffs. That's not the fucking case, okay? <laughs> My well, God. You, you have Kevin Durant and you can't even get in the top 60. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Kevin Durant's at a practice today. He thinks his MCL injury has been the difference in the next season. And I know there was a lot of people arguing. I mean, there's been a lot of differences in the next season. Like a lot of anything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong. Like, I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but that is simply the case. But I would agree that the Kevin Durant injury was the biggest thing. I mean, the Nets were the first seed in the East when he went down. And he came back, and they were, I don't even remember, eighth, ninth. I don't remember what they fell to, but it wasn't pretty. Yeah, I don't know, man. Just every time we keep losing these games, it's like, how many of these statement games are going to lose? Like, yeah. it's just pathetic at this point. Like, they got to figure it out. Um, you you really you're you're courting yourself, putting yourself in the nine ten game. Like you really are. Like it's like one Trey Young masterclass away, or one really bad Kyrie shooting night away from your season being done, and not even sniffing a first round series. Like think about how bad that is. Go think about the expectations going to this year. Like we thought last year was bad, losing Game Seven Milwaukee with all the injuries. Like this is ten times worse. <laughs> yeah, like we're lucky if we even get into that kind of position this year which is the second round playing to move on. If we get into like the actual playoffs, I'll be, I feel a little differently depending on how you look at these play-ins. It's the fact that these play-ins can literally end your season so fast. Like if we get into that first round, a lot of people are getting excited saying we should stay in the nine ten, so we can take the Miami route. If it looks like Miami's going to be the one seed, then maybe you get a four five matchup like the bulls and like Raptors. It could be like a really nice path, but like you got to get into that first. Like, I'd rather be in the seven eight game and play someone in, like the Sixers in the second round as a two seed, let's say, than knowing like we have two chances to get in. I'd rather not face elimination twice. I don't know if, I, if you guys feel differently about that. I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, I don't mean to cut you off, Joe. If you want to say something, but no, you got it. The Nets, if the Nets are the nine ten, 
they're either most likely playing Charlotte or Atlanta. And if they lose, their season's done. And as we both just all just talked about, they lost to Charlotte and Atlanta both last in the week. last week. In the last <laughs> week. Right. And they're playing the Cavs this week too. They're a lot other team that could play in the play in at a certain point. So like they're playing right. like oh, imagine they own three against all the playing teams. We're talking these plans as if they're automatic wins. They're not automatic wins. Like, very, and very but like the thing is, it. when we were in the seven eight matchup, we were kind of thinking like, okay, are, like we're bound to get in somehow because the Nets are the Nets like Kevin Durant and Kyrie are not going to lose two elimination games in a row to not make the playoffs. But now, now we have to win two to miss to make the playoffs as opposed to we would have to lose two to miss it last week. Yeah. I mean. Just to give an overall like overview of the situation, I'm sure anyone that's listening probably already knows this because the Nets have been off for two days in a row now, so there's really been nothing else to look at. But the Nets are no. But the thing is, the thing is, they actually needed that because the schedule, the NBA scheduling, really fucked us. We played four games in six days last week. That's true. Like that, we're playing Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Friday, Sunday. We're playing one, two. We're playing four games in what six days again. Yeah. We're playing Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Again. Huh? My God, man. And the NBA, <laughs> the NBA cares too much about their damn ratings to give their play, to give their teams real rest. No NBA games at all today. <laughs> but now we got to play four games in the next six days again. Yeah. That's, that's pretty whack. I don't know if it's because of the NCAA uh, finals that's, championship. That's exactly why they did it, because it's mapped out. Because <clears throat> even yeah, for the final yeah. four, there was – no, not the final – what was it? I think it was the first weekend of March Madness, the first day there was no NBA games. Yeah. You know what's weird? So if the Nets end up in a three-way tie with like Charlotte and Atlanta, they technically leapfrog both of them because some reason yes. the three-way tie they win that tiebreaker scenario because it's based on division record. So like like if it's like a one two-way tie, they're kind of screwed. So the Nets have we play the we play the Knicks though, right? So we have to win that game. Like yeah. to close, we play the Knicks one more time. And and do we play anybody else in the division? Or no, no, it's just it's Houston, Cleveland, Houston, Cleveland, and Indiana. Yeah. So they really should be Houston, Indiana. Knicks the Knicks don't have Randall. They shut him down for the season. <laughs> That'll make the Knicks better. I know. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather not face someone that's like averaging 20 points per game. I know. Like, yeah. I mean, RJ Barrett in his last like 15 is averaging like 28 or something you know, like that. I'm praying Milwaukee stays in this three four slot. I'm really praying because <laughs> even if we get out of the first, if we get out of the play-ins and face Milwaukee, I'm not confident at all. I'm really hoping Milwaukee yeah. like, just gets it. I hope it stays in Boston and Miami in the top two. I'll take our chances of Boston and Miami. Like I know Boston's been unreal, but I'll take our chance with them over the Bucks. Yeah, the annoying thing is that they're all within a half game of each other. It's just well, like Miami's we have like a- locked into the top two because they have like a two game edge on the top, like two. So Miami's definitely there. So if we get in the nine ten and we get into the big dance, like we're gonna be playing Miami. It's if we get into like the seven eight one and then we win, we could end up facing like a Boston, Milwaukee, or a Philly. That's a nice yeah, path, though. Think about it. If you get the one, you play the winner of Philadelphia, Chicago, right now. Like, yeah, that's, and that's, that's a that's the that's definitely a better path than ending up with Milwaukee round one. That like, means you, you avoid Milwaukee to the conference finals. Yes. So and that would be. I know the Sixers are afraid of us. Maybe they can keep benching and, and bead. I guess playing hard is more <laughs> for the losing purposes for them. So maybe keep hard and playing. <laughs> yeah, man. This is so. With, uh, 
with four games left, the Nets are tied with the Hornets. Uh, the Hornets hold the tiebreaker over the Nets, and the Hornets and Nets are both a game back of Atlanta. The Nets have the tiebreaker over Atlanta, and then, like Anthony just said, the Nets hold the tiebreaker if there's a three-way tie. So if they're tied with Charlotte, they're behind Charlotte. If they're tied with Atlanta, they're ahead of Atlanta. It's a three-way tie. The Nets come out on top. It's very confusing and weird, but... I don't think they're going to catch Cleveland. (laughs) No, I think Cleveland's out of discussion. The seventh seed's gone. They blew it, choked. Um, The eighth seed, I still think if the Nets win all four games this week, they'll get the eighth seed. Um, Basically, you need the Hawks and Charlotte to both go three and one and the Nets to go four and oh. Let me give you the schedule. Oh, you have it? Yeah, I mean, I got it right. Yeah. The Hornets play... Miami, the Magic, the Bulls, and the Wizards. The Hawks play the Raptors, the Wizards, the Heat, and the Rockets. The Hawks could be interesting because Miami could be resting players by then. Um, so, I mean, the Raptors won't be in the next Hawks game because they still got to win. They're still trying to move up. But if they beat the Raptors, they probably ain't losing to the Wizards, they probably ain't losing to the Rockets, and then that Miami game's going to come down to are people resting. So that could be interesting. And then, of course, the Nets play the Rockets, Knicks, Cavs, and Pacers. So I still I still really feel if Nets go 4-0, the worst-case scenario would be tied with Atlanta and Charlotte in a three-way tie, and I feel like the Nets would get the eight seed because, like we said, they have that tiebreaker. But I mean, we've been saying this the last two weeks. The schedule's easy, and at some point, the Nets got to win, or they're really going to be locked into that 9-10 seed. I mean, this is a perfect opportunity to close the season out strong and build momentum going in to the play-ins. And, I mean, no matter what seed you end up, if you come off of four straight wins going into a play-in, your confidence is just at an all-time high. And, like, I mean, I really don't know how else to word it, but just, like, that would be huge. And those are all – all four of them are very, very winnable games. This is, like, the part of the schedule where they said, like, (laughs) that this is how the Nets have the easiest schedule in the league. The Pacers and the Rockets are two of, like, the bottom five teams in the league. The Knicks have been very disappointing, but obviously Nets and Knicks is always going to be competitive. And Cleveland has the seventh seed in the play-in, but they still are down some key guys right now. So the Nets really just need to lock in and really win these next four games. And I mean, KD could only do so much, you know, like he's just, he's carried us the last two games and the rest of the team hasn't been able to put it together. The rest of the team just got to step up, even though we're undermanned. Yeah, man. That's why like back to that Seth Curry debate, I still think the eight seed is super important as opposed to nine or 10. So, I mean, if Curry's 75%, I'm playing him even if it's only 20 or 25 minutes. But, I mean, you just – you can't – you can't risk being in that 9-10 matchup, in my opinion. Like, I don't remember which one of you said it before, but I really don't see Durant or Irving if they lose a 7-8 matchup, then the next game will be in Brooklyn. And I don't see them losing two elimination games in a row. If they're that 9-10 seed, anything can happen. they got to win two in a row, and I'm not confident in them doing that. Oh, absolutely not, especially with the way this team's been playing recently. Yeah, we're looking at the play-in schedule right now. I don't know what, how the dates work, because that's like April 12th or 15th. That'll be next Tuesday to Friday. Um, I'm assuming the first day is going to be the 7-8 matchups, because considering there's like non-elimination there. Then I'm assuming after that, like the 13th would be the 9-10 matchups. 
and then maybe like the like the next day will be like the one elimination game and then another elimination game, something like that. Yeah, that's yeah, I, I believe I believe that's how they did it last year. I think the seven eights went first, and then the nine tens went second, like the second day, and then. So I think the higher seed, either way, just got a day of rest, and the the lower seed that one had to play it back to back. I believe. Yeah, so probably be, if the Nets get so the Nets get a seven or eight, they'll be playing Tuesday. If they get nine or ten, they'll be playing Wednesday. Then no matter what, it depends. I guess on the they'll East West, Thursday Friday. Yeah. Like well, it depends who. Like if they probably will stagger the Thursday Friday games for the East elimination and the West elimination. There's no yeah. like concrete dates. I guess they're kind of just waiting to see which teams draw what and see what's better for ratings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be next Tuesday to Friday, and then the actual playoffs start next Saturday. So we're getting really close. <laughs> it's getting really, really close. Yeah. And the Nets there's are only, in trouble. There's only six days left in the regular season. It's over Sunday, yeah. Sunday is the end of the regular yeah. season. Next Monday, I think everybody's off. Then the playoffs. Hey boys, I'm playing for I'm playing for six hundred dollars in my fantasy championship right now too. Good so, luck. So. <laughs> I won. I won week one by like thirty five. <laughs> So I'm hoping I'm hoping to close out week two. But DeJounte Murray's been screwing me, getting ruled out last second with his sickness. Yeah. I mean, it could be worse. Yeah. Maybe the Lakers like almost pretty much guaranteed out already. Now you're making the plans. That's that's yeah. just crazy. That like I have much of a consolation prize, but I'll take it. <laughs> no, but like I, I mean that's another thing though. Like LeBron LeBron played what Friday on that hurt ankle, and now he's he was they pl- he played they played him against the Pelicans and that's the team who like they're competing with for like one of the last play in spots. Yeah. Then they rested yeah. him the next game against the Nuggets and they lost. So now they're like two games out of the final play in spot with four, four games remaining. Like oh, they're, they're they might be screwed. Like they're really they're about to be eliminated. They're they're in deep right now. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. I guess like, like, uh, the, NBA, like the NBA is not going to be happy if LeBron James is not in the playoffs. That's for sure. <laughs> and some games. I think I'd rather watch the Lakers and the Spurs. To be honest. <laughs> hey, Dejounte puts on a show nightly. Don't let let that be known. Jesus. San Antonio, New Orleans. I'm glad, glad the T Wolves got in this year. They feel like they've always been close. Hey, cat, cat out here repping Jersey. D'Lo over there repping the Brooklyn Nets. Love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Anthony Edwards is just pure comedy. I love the Timberwolves. Best first game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess like KD said today, I don't care who we play, just tip it up. Yeah. I mean, personally, I care who they play. (laughs) Yes, I I definitely care. (laughs) And I care what seed they are, but, like, I like KD's mentality of let's just play basketball. But I don't uh, want to play that, to be honest. I mean, yeah, you just got to beat who's in front of you. You can't do much else. But yeah. that's something that we haven't been able to do, even against shitty teams. So, we'll see. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, it's very uh, – yeah, I don't know what to say. But um, yeah. are we still going to make our picks, even though uh, Joe has been the regular season champion? Joe, you're basically like the Utah Jazz, you know? You know that? Regular season champion, fraud in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Blew you guys out of the water. Um, you're, do you still want to make picks? Also, I mean, you yeah, two are playing for second place. True. Every second. Me and Anthony, Anthony I are tied, right? No, you pulled ahead one. Nice. Okay, so All you right, got to – All right, I'll sit out. I'll sit out. You two are All playing right. for second place. But – so we got to – and one of you guys, third place has to buy a 
has to buy like one of the mini dollar store trophies and give it to me at the game. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, they're playing the Rockets, so I'm taking a win. Like I said, if they lose, you guys will never hear from me again anyways. So <laughs> I'm going to try to catch you in a different game. Not this one. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. Bro, I mean, the Nets are 18 point favorites. Like that's insane. And yeah. I know the Rockets are like trying to lose, like they're tanking, but they got some good young players. I think Green's still playing. Kevin Porter's still playing. Jalen Green like, has dropped thirty in his last four games. Just so you know, so go. You guys are allowed to bet. Go hammer uh, the Rockets to cover. Yeah, for sure. Like the Nets don't <laughs> deserve to be an eighteen-point favorite against a high school team, let alone a professional basketball team. <laughs> Like, I mean, I still think that's a win, but they'll probably win by, like, six or seven. Like, yeah, yeah like, I'm not expecting a 20-point win by any means. Like, Yeah, no. And they the Rockets are another anyone. one of those – the Rockets are the Nets' stereotypical difficult time. <laughs> like, young, athletic, yeah. good ball handler. <laughs> that's it. Yes. And they're going to put them in a lot of pick and rolls. Oh, yeah. That's going to be I the mean, game that Lamar Aldridge plays, by the way, and then he's going to get torched in a pick and roll all night. <laughs> We're all going to be like, why the hell would you play Aldridge? Tomorrow's a big day. Charlotte's at Miami and Atlanta's at Toronto. Both teams could very well lose. I know. That's what I'm saying. Then, boom, the Nets could be back in the eighth seed. Tomorrow's a big, big day. Yeah, it's a very big day. And then they control their own destiny again for what feels like the third time in the last week and a half, and then they blow it. We'll see. Hopefully the Nets can uh, take care of business against one of the league's worst teams. Next time we speak, we're either going to be very happy or we're going to be very upset. Yeah. That's all I know. I'm either going to be very happy or I'm going to be gone. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anything else we missed? You guys want to talk about real quick? I think we had everything. Personally, I think we had everything. All right, fellas. Thank you for listening to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast with Anthony, Joe, and Cody. Hang in there, Nets fans. Maybe, just maybe, we'll be in that eight seat again after tomorrow night. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.